I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Why would a vast majority of people continue to go along with the flow of cultural thinking even when it's been proven wrong? On today's show, we're going to ask you to ask the question, why do you believe what you believe? And if that belief were to change, would you risk standing in the face of opposition? I am your host, Jeff McLaughlin. This is Designed to Heal with Dr. Ben Rawl. Dr. Ben, it's good to be back with you today. Hello. What's on your mind, man? What's going on today? Well, I, you know, I feel a little bit like, and I feel like I've even said this before, it feels a little bit like Groundhog's Day, meaning I think, you know, we're here, by the time this airs, Jeff will probably be pushing July, you're right, at some, at some level. Yep. And I remember doing our first, you know, COVID shows, and then this is obviously before, you know, some of the Jeez. racial tensions in the country. Now we're coming up into an election, and... And I, I think I, re, I just remember thinking early on, how long is this going to last? I was reviewing in my mind, Jeff, initially the lockdown was supposed to be like 14 days. It was two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that was, you know, yep. form, you know, March-ish. Yeah. Right? Now yep. there's people in rest places that have been closed for 80, 90 days. You know, Disney would have been closed for months. Again, I don't think anybody, you know, would have predicted that. And, and, and now we're learning more. And, and that's not the topic of this show, you know, just it's like anything. This isn't really nothing to blame right here. Just everybody, we've learned more. But what's hard, and what I do want to talk about today in this show, Jeff, is, however, that first thing that kind of gets seeded in our minds, often it's hard to, you know, s supplant that or replace that um, because we had this experience and it was kind of like first to market, you know, from a business standpoint, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. they become, it kind of becomes the, the thinking and then to unwind that is difficult oftentimes because a lot of times, and even this is in your world, it's kind of an admission that I was wrong. And that's hard for our, our just us to do as people, right? Even when it's maybe based on, uh, you know, some version of logic or science or just the reality that you're yeah, experiencing. Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier, Jeff. There's, um, uh, for example, a lot of women... If you ask now, God, I, I'm just thinking, oh, I want to say this one. We might have to edit this out. Um, uh, just no, for the go record, ahead. I've, just for the record, I've never given birth. Have you? No, have you no, okay. no. Not given birth. So, um, can, can I tell you a funny story there real quick? I don't know. I just, I just asked you if you ever given birth. I told my wife one time, I said, uh, you ever heard of the gallon challenge, Ben? Do you know what the gallon challenge is? I don't think so. It's be a great thing for your your oh. audience to do right here. This is this is an old college prank, and and okay. over in the east coast of Florida, there was a surf shop that had a uh, challenge that if you could drink a gallon of milk, okay, in yeah. one hour, okay. you want a surfboard. Now, I've okay. never even been on a surfboard in my entire you life. Mean, I had roommates that were, okay. and they swore by this. So literally, one night I get home from work, I'm in college, I'm sitting there on the couch, probably about to you know crash for the night or whatever. My roommates walk in, they've got you know those big crates, the big plastic ones you would yeah. carry around milk. They walk in with about three of these things yeah. and about 10 or 12 gallons of milk. And they're like, hey, McLaughlin, we're going to do the gallon challenge right now. Okay. okay. Now, I was a young guy. I was too stupid to know any better. Yeah. I walked downstairs and I did it. We did it in the parking lot. Ben, I told taping it or what was the oh no 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 no, no. this is before you... cameras and all this kind of stuff no 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 they were practicing quote unquote oh, okay. they're practicing because you actually had to do it in front of the owners right. right there who probably were taping this we never got to that point and Ben I told my oh, wife yeah. years later I said that's probably the closest that I'm ever gonna feel to feeling pregnant okay think about the lactic acid and all of that stuff that's in there in your stomach 
crazy thing was she didn't validate that point. She said, she said I don't think that counts probably. right there. So there you go. Did I've you, been pregnant well, for okay. all of about an hour. So, let me, so <laughs> then without making our listeners lose their lunch, <laughs> did anybody get it? Did anybody do it? Um, no. And, uh, and, and we all did lose our lunch. So let's just put it that way. Wow. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, I'm convinced it's impossible. If somebody out there does it, go for it. I'm not endorsing it. All it's right. Like it's like Big licking mistake. your elbow or something. It's impossible. It, it to was do. a, it was a bad idea, but again, I was about 19 years old and I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. All right. Well, well, I don't even know how I can go back to where I was going after that, but, but they, they, no, they, I have not been pregnant. They've done some studies on, and I, this, but this is important. We have to talk through. So, by the time a woman in America gives birth, the most of them, the only births they've ever experienced are ones they've watched on TV, okay, or seen in movies. Yeah, yeah. And and in general, right, those you know sitcoms and and television. Even if you just think about it right now, and you just think birth, it's the woman being rushed to the hospital, oh, screaming, traumatic, locked Very, down, yeah. traumatic. Mm. Now, listen, I mean, I've been to births. You have five kids more yeah. than I have, but and every birth is different, and every birth yeah. is unique, and yeah. some are are really almost you know unbelievably beautiful and yeah. amazing, and some are battle. Yeah. Okay, and so if you're listening to this, obviously there's a lot here. Here was my point: the the the, the statement that this kind of study was saying is the view your viewpoint of birth has been so so shaped by media and it impacts your experience yet your perceptions of that you see birth as scary and dangerous and an emergency and not right and so there's a real we we need to account for that we need to understand that influences us significantly okay so you know, even not to go down the birth rail or the birth route, but here, why is that's why largely the United States has a massively high cesarean rate. We're pushing over 35% as a nation. Um, in pockets, it's even higher. Even in Orlando, there's certain hospitals that have a dramatically higher rates. You know what's interesting? Some of the highest rates of C section in Orlando, Florida are at the more affluent hospitals, right? So you go, well, that's interesting. What's happening here, right? So, I, or, and we also have some of the highest infant mortality rates and maternal mortality rates in the industrialized world. Jeff, how is that possible? Okay. And so I say this to kind of set us up for today. We need to realize some things about ourselves. We need to kind of understand human behavior a little bit. Um, and we have some, some, I think some, some material to help us through that. I want to, I want to say, I'm going to give you my kind of perspective on it. And I give you a couple studies to support that. So um, here's the, what kind of triggered this, Jeff. I'm looking around here we are. And, um, we live in Orange, oh, you know, I live in Orange County, right. And a couple in Orange County, Florida. And a, a few days ago last week, right. It was kind of this resurgence of, we, you know, we need to wear masks and the, the mayor of Orange County, I believe that's, I get confused. Got mayors of Orlando. We got mayors of Orange County. I don't know who's in, uh, who's yeah. in position here, but anyway, yeah. the mayor so, yeah. of Orange County, yeah. Uh, came up and, and said they were going to make a, a, a mandatory masks, mm. okay? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, here's the thing. Regardless of where you're at with masks, I'm happy to have that conversation. Yep. I'm just, I was intrigued on, I talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people I talk to think it's ridiculous, okay? But a lot of those people that think it's ridiculous are participating in it, mm. okay? So I'm thinking mm. to myself, I'm just as a person, I'm just like, man, it's strange to me because that's not how I roll. If I think it's ridiculous, you know, barring something extreme, <laughs> I'm not participating. That's right? when Boxer Ben comes yeah, out, right? So yeah. it's just not happening. Yep. You know, matter of fact, I mean, not even in our family, Jeff, we had a thing happen with our kiddos, right? Yeah. With a, with a class thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And our, you know, our take was, Hey, we're not participating in that. They were going to, they had changed the rules. They were going to make my daughter wear a mask mm. and we're not going to do that. So yeah. we unenrolled. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, but, but actually yeah. it's a great case study because we're an example of the family that stayed. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not crazy about the masks. You right. know, we've talked about that before for sure. But, you know, when it was all said and done, I said, all right, fine. If that's the deal, then that's what she gets to do, you know, with this sort of thing. I mean, granted, Ben, I don't want to use the yeah. cop out excuse and say, well, this is your calling and this is something yeah. that you've yeah. always just been, you know, sure. you've given the lead on. And I probably have other things. Like if it's yeah. something like related to like maybe marriage or whatever, yeah. you know, I might be a little bit more vocal. But I think we can have a good dialogue that, about that back and forth because, you know, we, we represent, I don't know if it's necessarily both sides of the aisle, but at least two different camps. Well, that yeah, I mean, I think mm-hmm. and, you know the part of the, the there was so the impetus to this whole thing. I was for some reason the old Robert Frost poem came to my mind yeah. of um, um, the of the road. Right? Yes. The, the, yeah. we always it's not called the road less traveled. That's but the road not taken. Yeah, yeah. the road uh-huh. not taken. Yeah. So uh-huh. that idea of you know there I came to this path and which road am I? So as a listener today, I, I would just kind of as me as we dialogue and this is unscripted, you know, sure. as, so I don't know where we're gonna go here, but ask yourself kind of what road do you maybe find yourself on? So so Jeff, I would. Part of my assertion is we have to be careful and we have to, gosh, I'm not going to articulate this well. It's important that we understand and really can defend our position and be careful that we're not acquiescing just because it's easier. And I'm not going at you saying, hey, because you you go and go to the class, you know, you invested in that and you paid and you made that decision. It was hard for us, not hard on our point about masks, hard on my daughter. Right. And she was sad and it's her friend. And why can't I go? Right. 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 Can we just go? Literally, my daughter, my daughter's not quite like this. She understands it. Yeah. But there's a part of the 13 year old in her that's like, can we just not be the weird family dad? (laughs) Can I just be like, right. Okay, and, so, and from a kid's perspective, let's just tell the audience real quick. It's it's a photography class. These kids yeah. are learning how to do like old school film photography and development, and you know, darkroom work and all that kind of stuff. So it is pretty darn cool, and I can understand the tension for sure. Yeah, and with her best friend, yeah. right? So like, yeah. what's like, what's the problem? Yeah, here, right. So now I would argue, uh, it's not even the right word. My assertion, or my, I'm just saying, hey, it's where if nobody stands up for this and we all just go along, then we, we it's we're the boiled frog. Yeah. And yeah. there's always going to be an excuse to just go along. Mm. And where does the just going along get you? Okay. So a few things here. And, and then again, the, we have to be careful. The people that are putting those things in place, if they're doing that for wrong reasons and wrong pressures with no science or support, you're just trying to, you know, whatever. That's a problem. Right, right. So, so let me. So let yeah. let's define terms here, just so we're on the same page and right. the audience gets it as well. You're the people who put these things in place. You're talking about the government as you know at the top level, at the mayor, whoever you know in yeah. Orange County that Jeez. issued that decree, right? I, yes. I, now I don't know, and me and you ask this question almost every show. Yeah. I don't real really know who it is. <laughs> okay, right? Because well, there's right. other cities, there's other countries, or yeah. well, countries and there's states and there's cities that are having the exact same thing we're having, Jeff. Right. Choosing to do the exact opposite right right so reconcile that in your head yeah so you're saying like when we say we don't know we're effectively saying we don't know what the network looks like where these guys are who they're talking to who's who's the guy above the guy above the guy why is orlando doing it but the other places aren't why can i drive over to lake county and it's wide open but i go over here Uh, come on right so there's clearly more at stake it's not like they got some beautiful science they're presenting and going we'll see look it Here's yeah. what we're doing. Because if that was the case, it'd be clear cut. We would be doing it. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. so you got to say to yourself, what the, what's going on now? Now I'm not trying to start fires here, but there is, <laughs> this has became very much a political issue. If you look at what's going on from a democratic Republican, yeah. The, yeah. the democratic side has kind of taken more of a stance of, 
of the masking and the shutdown. Sure, it's not sure. perfect, but it's a high, high, high percentage. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I can agree I with that. I think any, you know, the states that have opened the fastest, the states that have reopened, those are more your Republican. Again, I could care less about that, but yeah, let's. Yeah. We need to understand that, right? right? Even in counties, you look at a county that's more of a Democratic county, or the leadership is Democratic, and they're more locking down. The Republican side is more like I had a guy that lives in Colorado. He's in the in in and he's in the legislature out there. He's like, you go to the the the, the whatever the session, mm -hmm. the Republicans side, it's no masks, hugging and kissing, you know, right? And the Democrats are like locked in bubbles, okay? Yeah, yeah. In the in the Senate, right. okay. Right now, whether that's their beliefs or not, whether that's just what they're to tote the line they're supposed to toe to go along a part. I don't know. That's not the point of today's question, this show in a part, but here was the trigger. So I'm asking myself, it's like you're having this, it's like I'm having this, this, uh, tension in my, in my mind and in my spirit going, I'm talking to a lot of people. I see a lot of people in my, in my daily life. Most of them think it's kind of ridiculous yet. A lot of people are going along with it. So it just, it wasn't jiving with me, yeah, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're like, What's happening here? So I came across this study that they did. Now, it's crazy. It was a long time ago, actually, in the 50s, this first study I'm going to talk about. Mm. And they took people and they um, they drew a simple experiment, but they had a line on a piece of paper. They just drew a line. And then they had another uh, you know card that had three lines on it. And it was made so it was very obvious what line was the same. It yeah. wasn't like an yeah. optical illusion. It was like, right. here's a three-foot line, here's a you know half-inch line, and here's the one-foot line. Sure. Which one is like the one, you know, which one of these is like the other. So eight people in the room, one person was the, the, the test subject, and then seven others were actors, right? And here was the, st the statement, um, which one of these lines is the same? Well, the seven other people would answer first, and they would say one that was obviously wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you're sitting here, and so just picture yourself in that room. You're sitting there with other strangers you don't know. You're the last one to answer. But you just watched every one of these people say the other line. But, it's, but again, it's obvious. This isn't <laughs> like, you know, well, I could talk myself. It's like, what is going on here, right? So before I give you the answer, Oh, I'll ask you, Jeff, right? What percentage, unless you already know this, what percentage of people do you think just went along with it? I don't know. Part of me wants to take the safe route yeah, and just yeah. go half. I don't know. Okay. I mean. Oh, half was your safe version? Yeah. I. I 75%. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. 75% of the people, yeah. instead of going... This is, Jeff, this is the old statement when we're kiddos, right? What, if everybody else jumped off the bridge, are you going to? Yeah. Well, apparently 75% yeah. of the time that we are going to do that, okay? So here, so here's, so that's kind of my first <sighs> statement, okay? Yeah. So that was, that was an example of just the pressure of we're just going to do what everybody else does. Yep. Okay? Now, there's another study, probably one of the most famous studies in, 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 you know, in psych, psychology, if you will, called Milgram, right? It's known as Milgram's experiment, done, I believe, at Yale, and, um, they took people in the room. I'm going to chop it up a little bit, but in okay. essence, you know, they brought subject in the room. You were, you had a, a person behind a wall you didn't know. Yep. Okay. They had to answer questions. If they got it wrong, you gave them a shock. And as, as it went, every wrong answer, the shock went higher mm. to the point that these shocks were fatal. Okay. And they had a, a, a person that looked important come in in a white lab coat with a clipboard, right. And say, you just keep shocking no matter what. Right. So their assertion before the study, Jeff, they thought only 1% of people would go along with it. Jeff, they literally, if you watch the experiment, you watch the person on the other side because you could hear them screaming in agony. They yeah. weren't actually getting shocked, yeah. but they yeah. were experiencing it like that. You yeah. know, they were yeah, like vicarious pain. Or and something then like so these yeah. people were screaming like, stop, yeah. stop. And then all of a sudden they would get shocked and there was nothing. No, you couldn't even, they wouldn't. And people kept shocking, Jeff. They went up. They thought 1% of people would maybe do it. So what's the number? 65%. Wow. Literally, 
sat wow. behind a wall and killed somebody because somebody in a clipboard in a white coat told them to do that. This is the study wow. that's been that really created kind of the term of um, uh, uh, um, authority or perceived authority. Yeah. Right. So yeah. doctor is the perceived authority. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do what they yeah. say. Yeah. They come in the room. They say you have to have a surgery. I don't question it. I don't ask a question. Yeah. Take this drug. I don't ask a question. Take this vaccine. I don't ask. Wear a mask. Take this vaccine. I don't question it. So now. Think about where we're at right now. So you have positional authority, i.e. the CDC, i.e. World Health, i.e. Dr. Fauci, i.e. I don't care, right? Your governor, your, your senator, I don't know, okay? Yep. You're, a, you're a mayor. And so you have perceived authority. Now, now add to this, Jeff. It wasn't just like picking a line out on a piece of paper. You got people telling you if you don't, if you pick the wrong line, you kill somebody. Okay. So I bet that number is even higher, right? 75% was just literally like a lame thing, like pick a a line. So you've got this idea of, so you've got positional authority, strong positional authority, coupled with cultural authority, peer pressure. And then the third part I'd put in here, Jeff, is is a kind of a, a thing that they didn't have at the time. Uh, which is this, um, you know, media, social media, mainstream media, TV. The uh, the latest statistic I have is the average person is participates in eleven hours of screen a day. So that's combined TV, computer. Mm. Listen, mm. five of that hours is television. Five of it. So just imagine the commercials, the the you know news, the lies, the stuff that's built into television shows that you don't even realize the subliminal messaging, right? Yeah, From the yeah. birth thing we were talking about, okay? So you've got five hours of that, then you've got social media, you've got Facebook, you've got Instagram, all whatever platforms you're on, all of these. Who, by the way, on a, no no debate here, mm-hmm. and you know uh, you know a lot of people talk about this. You know, partly seventy, I've heard seventy to seventy five percent of it funded by pharma because they pay the advertisement. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so you don't think that they control the messaging? Think again. Well, I mean, if it's not pharma, it's 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 there somebody with an agenda, an with agenda. a strong one, right? Yeah, that's you not know? necessarily wholeness and goodness. Oh, okay. yeah, that goes without saying, right? <laughs> not righteous here, okay? <laughs> but I'm still, still I'm mind blown though about that 11 hour number though, because if you think about, let's just say somebody's sleeping on the low end, what six, what six hours hour. or something like that, you know, like dude, I did do the these same math. work. I was like, so there's like a four hour window, and I'm like, well, you got to eat, you got to, you know, you got. I mean, I guess meals. you could be doing that while you're watching TV. I mean, I could, I could, I'm, I'm being charitable here to try to make allowance for this, but I'm going. You know, where is the time for relationships? Where is the time to just go out and go for a walk and breathe some some fresh fresh air? Where do you work? I mean, so so Jeff, my my metaphor you know? to this is, you know, in in health, it'd be like if somebody walked into my office and yeah. they said, "Hey, I'm I'm um," and they start telling me their symptoms. Right? I get this. I get this. I have this. I have this. And I said, "Okay, now can I just before we go, can I ask you a few questions? Um, tell me how you eat. Tell me how you move." And they said, "Well, I you know I eat." Terrible. They just said, oh, this garbage, right? I live on ho-hos and, you know, whiskey and I smoke two packs a day and I sleep four hours and I don't, yeah, and I don't exercise and I don't, um, you know, don't do this stuff. Yeah. And I, so the end of that, I'd say, well, 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 it doesn't surprise me at all that you're sick. You follow me? Right. So, so when I look at what we're doing here in culturally, and if I know that 75 to people minimum are going to just go along with whatever anybody's doing, cause they don't want to go against it because everybody they've already and then add 11 hours of mainstream media to that and then add cultural authority on top of that yeah. I'm actually surprised it's not worse okay uh, this goes back you could go back to some of the civil rights stuff where um, I've heard you know in the in the in my studying of that they said a very small percentage of the black community actually participated because they were again afraid a very small percentage of them did it. A very small percent participated in the marches, participated yeah. in the boycotts, yeah. because they were like, they just, the fear. 
right? They're going to kill us. They're going to lynch us. They're going to, and my real fear is like, I'm not yeah, saying that yeah, they were cowardly. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, yeah, that was the, so, so the meaning, threat. So, so the converse of that then is, or the inverse of that number means that the vast majority of people did not participate because they felt obligated or they felt threatened by the the overarching theme and culture, right? Is that what you're... So I think we have this tension here, right? So mo- I, now if you would, again, I'm going to, uh, at the risk of just overgeneralizing some things here, if you would have right. went to, you know, uh, in that use a civil rights example, or we could use mass or something, go to the civil rights example, uh, a majority of black people and white people are, you know, but but we're, they believe civil rights need to happen, right? They But they weren't going to participate because out of fear. Right. So you right. have this big body of people in the middle right. that go, well, no, this is ridiculous. We should be able to ride the buses. We should yeah. be able to eat in restaurants. Yeah. But I'm afraid if I show up at the march, they're going to kill me. I'm afraid they're going to throw me in jail. So, so Ben, let, yeah. let's, I'll draw a parallel to this. First of all, you're talking about a civil rights issue. You're talking about literally the freedom of a race of people, for starters. I mean, your very existence. I, I couldn't argue there would be right. a more noble cause. Like a more. This is not about, um, you know, hey, we're going to allow, you know, I don't know, <laughs> mailboxes on the side of the road or not yeah, or something like that, yeah. right? So, so hey, think you can still come to class, but you just got to wear a mask. Right, right. So much bigger issue here. Well, yes, I totally agree with you. Well, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. but I, here's the parallel. You know, there's a number that's often thrown around, and I'm thinking it's like in the 3 to 4% range. 3 to 4% of the uh, colonists that were living in the United States or the you know, the new world essentially, um, fought in the revolutionary war. Okay. Now that number has kind of been debunked. It's, it's actually a little bit closer to 15%, okay. but, but think about that only 15% Still, yeah. when your literal country, your existence, your life is being threatened and survived. So I think that we see, you know, without getting into a, a lot of examples of this, my guess would be that's the number throughout history. Meaning, you know, the average person is far more to go along with the, you know, the status quo for whatever reason. And I think that's the correct, that study only proves it. Yeah. Right there, that that it's like it's like the average person. I don't know if it's either they're born this way or they become yeah, conditioned. I'm going to go with conditioned. Yeah. I think it's more of a nurture thing. Gets n- uh, nurtured and conditioned into this idea of subordination, even in the face of something that is categorically wrong yeah. and existentially or, or, wrong. Or, you know, and that's the extreme. Yeah, to that point, that's the extreme example. These other ones become a, are a little more vague. Meaning, you know, the current situation we're in with masks yeah, and social yeah. distancing and businesses, you know. But, and but see, like, that's the problem. If people don't demonstrate that sort of, and I don't, yeah. I, look, I don't want to use the word courage here because I, I don't want to, I don't want to like imply that's cowardice or something like that. that yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, but I, I just, I'm not trying to build a straw man here and I'm not trying to use like a character yeah. attack here. But if, if they wouldn't do it in civil rights and they wouldn't do it in the Revolutionary War, <laughs> why are we going to expect them to do, you know, in sure. the midst of, of something that Whatever. they're going to say, hey, it's just... But but I think the problem... And, and so that's a... I think that's a fair reasoning. The problem with that, however, is is what would it take? Where is your line, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it comes down that's to? Great. That's a great... Well, so, okay. So, so, th- so let's... Yes, and I, I, that's what I, I want. Because I feel our mascot of this show probably should be. We had the turtle at one point. It really should be the frog, right? Because we there use. I go. mean, think about it. We use that example. How many times the boiling pot of water? Yeah. Throw that frog, and he's going to jump out. Okay, but yeah. move the line just a little bit. Move it up just yeah. a little bit, so the temperature finally gets to that place, and he's easing into yeah. boiling, and then he's dead. So I think. Right. I, yeah. So I I, I want to walk us through this because I think it does it does kind of breed itself, um, Jeff. Where. Okay, so so in healthcare, I always talk about the ambulance at the bottom of the the hill. Okay, or you know, right? So uh, so or or if the bridge. Wait, remind the users for that analogy. I know you've yeah. used that before, just well, for the clarity. You know, on it's that. actually a great. Um, it's actually a great uh, poem, actually. Okay. 
Oh, he's pulling the book out. We got the well, book coming well, out here. Because well, I, I did include it in, in the book that I yeah, wrote. Yeah, but no, I just, because if somebody's maybe tuning in for the first time, I think that, you know, just for the good of the audience. And it's a, it's a poem actually written by Joseph Mullins, and it's called yep. The Ambulance at the Bottom Hill. It's old. It's actually quite old. Mm. It's written in kind of old English even. But the whole premise is, is the same, which is, so basically there was all these people that were driving. It's just a story, right? But they're driving yeah. off the cliff, and so you have all these sick people at the bottom of the hill. And because of that, you know, it made sense to hurt and say sick, injured, right? You know, so they're down there, they're helping them and the need was great. Well, uh, people came along and they said, hey, you know, they're coming from off that cliff. Like we should build a, like a fence up there. Yeah. And everybody's like, that's ridiculous. See all these people that are hurting here. Mm. And so the story basically goes, well, they, so they had this debate throughout it. And then, and basically the, the ambulance at the bottom of the hill won because they raised more money and they won the hearts of the people. Sure. So I, in my world, a lot of times when I'm talking to people, maybe, maybe I meet somebody, Jeff, and they're smoking two packs a day and they're 20 years old. Okay. Um, that they don't have lung cancer yet possibly, right? Let's just say. So, but I try to make a big deal for them about that impact of that to get them to stop before that, right? But now take that same person, wait 20 years. Now they're sitting in the oncology's office and that doctor goes, uh, you know, smoking for 20 years and uh, good for you. Yeah, no kidding. That's what we're trying to tell you 20 years ago. So we try to get yeah. amped up at that point. I'm, I'm the guy flailing your arms on the highway because there's a crash at, when I was driving here today, Jeff, there was a, a chair that had fallen out of the back of a car on, okay. on, on I-4. Yeah, yeah. And it was, and I almost hit it, you know, and I'm like, look at, and it just must have just happened. And I swerved out of the way real quick. And then the guy behind me, like, oh man, you just know this ends bad, right? You got a chair in the middle of the road. And so, but if you were up a mile, you, you know, have you ever been that where you see like the road sign says, hey, crash ahead? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. yeah. Or, or the apps, like your apps will or, tell you yeah. that stuff, like Waze and Reds, stuff. Like yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, so I'm saying, here's the point you, you kind of want to, and as we do think through this for a listener, you know, you want to, there's things worth contemplating. And, and trying to understand at a deeper level yeah. than just, well, that's what they told me on the news last night, right? <laughs> you know, what well, I don't know. Everybody's in there. But no, no, no. Yeah. You really want to ask yourself why, okay? Whether it's your health, you know, is, is birth a disease? No, birth's a natural process. Then are we applying disease care model to birth? Why would we do that? You know, with my health, if my body's designed to heal yeah. and, and, and what I do matters and my lifestyle is a great percentage, why am I falling for the trap of pills, potions, lotions, and testing once a year to tell, right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. That would be like saying, well, I don't have a cavity until my dentist tells me, baloney, brush your teeth, <laughs> floss your teeth, do it now. Right. You don't, okay, but, but we've understood those things. And so now when new things get introduced, i.e. COVID or I don't know, whatever, right? You, you want to be able to, so this would be my first thing I'd say, you would want to be able to defend your position fairly articulately, meaning, and you brought it up, Jeff, what is your line? Okay, so, so they, right yeah, now like they- what's, what's your non-negotiable? That's, that's the question. Where, does, where, is too, where is far too far, right? You remember this, and now it's maybe just old folklore, right? But when I've read the yeah. stories of Rosa Parks, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, and I yeah. kind of feel like I've read her, her, you know, her narrative on this, and it was a long day at work, if I remember right. And it was, you know, she, I don't remember what she did for a living, but for sure, waitress or, I, actually, I don't remember. Yeah. And she's getting back, it's the end of the day, and, you know, they, the person told her to move, and she just said, I was just tired of it, right? Like, I just, makes you think she had probably moved many times in her life, right? She had taken it to the back. And again, I could be wrong on this, so forgive me as a listener, but um, she just had finally had enough. I'm too tired. I'm too exhausted. I'm not playing these games anymore. I have every right to be here. I'm not moving. 
right? So is it, I wear masks? Then is it when they say you have to take a vaccine that hasn't been tested? There's no debate on this, Jeff. They have, they're fast tracking this, right? It, by definition, Jeff, yeah. listen to me. Yeah. By definition, this thing will never have been tested long-term. They want to give it to you by the end of the year, or the first part of next year. Show me the five, 10-year study that it's been tested. Ben, Ben, my favorite part, though, you got to love it. And again, I know I've brought in the last couple of shows this into the mix right here. I'm just going to bring the stock market in. Okay? Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not up a huge amount today. And again, today's, this is we are sometime in June. But, oh, it's up. about okay. two, But you know why? Here's the defense of it. Here's the article. Okay. Um, stock market rises on hopes of vaccine. Oh. Now, I need to tell you something. How many times has that been the headline over the last yeah, probably two yeah, months? Yeah, yeah. And this is my favorite part. And I'm not going to name names because, frankly, I don't yeah. feel like getting sued today by whichever, you know. But all, all it takes, all it takes, you're, you're the president of sure. whatever pharmaceutical pickup you think, you know, throw out a press release, you know. Yep. Vaccine is in stage one, yeah. stage one trials or something like that. Yeah, it looks promising. All you have to say is that your price is through the roof. The market rises. Everything's great. We're back to normal like this thing never happened. Now, now let me interject ben, there, it's Jeff. propaganda to the yeah, hill. Let me, let me, and to your point, let's just interject that. Yeah. So if pharma owns mainstream media. Oh, easily. No, yeah, they do. Easily. So how does that headline get there? Because they're told to put it in there. But the average public is sitting there going, oh, that's just, it's just news. That's all it is. It's just that news. That was the it's important innocent. news of the day. It's, I know that, it. I'm that, telling no, you. No, no, no. That's the point, right? This is the important news of the day. That's why they put it in there. So I'm just going to hook, line, and sinker believe that. So once you wake up that things are not as they appear, very much the old Wizard of Oz, yep. right? Yeah. So if you can start with the assertion. Now, listen, this is an uncomfortable place to get to. I've gotten there grudgingly. Jeff's, you know, I don't want to put words <laughs> in your mouth, you know, right? I'm, I'm on my way. You're on your way. So once the you- bu The bus is in transit, you right? You know, once you, once you, and by the way, I think, it, I'm just thinking about this right now, the, the, the you know, it's the Toto, the little dog that pulls the curtain, right? Uh, yeah. You know, almost an accident. Yep. Everybody was buying into it yep. until little dumb dog- Right, this little Toto goes over and pulls the screen away. Hey, let's be honest. We like a good show. We like some fireworks. We like yeah. a big pyrotechnics kind of deal. So and and the wizard had it, didn't he? The minute you can realize, maybe I'm because see, you know what, Jeff? I'm gonna can I tease you a little bit? Is that okay? You don't know what I'm gonna do here. Um, you're gonna do it anyway. So know, why yeah. are you asking? Well, you do get the editing power. So <laughs> this um, so I know you consider yourself a skeptic, right? To yeah. some degree, or yeah, I don't know what I do. word you use. I do. Okay. Yeah. But what's ironic a lot of times is you will be more skeptical of the, and this isn't a fair, totally fair what I'm going to say, right? But you'll be more skeptical of the thing that's different, right? You'll be more skeptical of the weird side than you are the other side. And you need 10 times evidence to justify the thing that seems counterculture, but you'll until the other narrative that you bought into is surpassed. Even I'm, gonna, though, I'm not going to go with 10 times, yeah. but I'm going to say two or three times. So right, why I'll go not, with that. So now here's my my bias is but, the other But way. that has changed. I'm skeptical of the government. I'm skeptical of the right, pharmaceutical right, industry. Right. So when pharma comes out, I'm already, I don't need to see their study. I'm already skeptical because the track record is lies and fraud and deception and right. lawsuits and, right. and, and, and sicker than ever. All right. Well, I think that's a great time to take a break. We'll reset some things, take a little breather and come back even stronger. You are listening to Design to Heal. So here we are back with Design to Heal, Jeff and Dr. Ben, and man, we're fired up, big shocker as usual, right? Hey, let's jump right back in. This is your area of expertise, and you have been immersed in this for a long time. Right. Like, I am being introduced to this world. I mean, to the point where 
early conversations, you know, for listeners trying to understand, hey, how did these guys ever start doing the show in the first place? It started out. It started out conversationally. Yeah. Right. We're just talking. We're just chatting. I'm going, man. There's th- this would make. I think people need to hear yeah, these, these conversations. Talks at right. The park at the dinner table. Totally. With our families, totally. You know, and like, and I would say that there's other categories that I'm going to go. I'm going to be. I'm going to be three times as much or ten times as yeah. much, whatever. More skeptical. But I think the reason I want to point that out is because I think there's a lot of listeners that are in that same boat too, that there are some areas that they are infinitely skeptical because maybe they've had some personal experience or something has sort of transformed their thing. But in maybe an area like this, because they think about it, Ben, average person, they've grown up going to a doctor. They got, I mean, okay, (laughs) we're getting text messages right now. We're on some kind of text messaging service with, with, with our doctor. Right. And it's, and it's basically like, it's maybe a voicemail component too or whatever. It's annoying the crap out of my wife and I. Like, I don't like automated anything, Yeah. you know? And so, like, we're getting these messages and we call up and say, hey, take us off the list. We like our, do- just take us yeah. off the list. Get us off the list. Yeah, you know, you know, getting to this point now. But but think about this. Like, they're, if we don't go to these appointments, even though we like this doctor, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. go to these appointments. Like, we're looked at funny. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go to this appointment? Why wouldn't you go to the doctor, you know, preventatively for your annual, whatever, your, yeah. you know, quad annual checkup or whatever, that sort of thing. And, and you know what my response has been? Why do look? Why do I need to take this? Is not like a newborn baby for starters, right, right. you know, where maybe I don't know some things, and even then I would have some argument right, about right, something right. like that, you know. <laughs> you're like, you're say, like, I'm like, I still don't, you're still not I, interesting I, me I, yet. I understand <laughs> that, I understand that, but I'm looking at this and I'm going, I, I've got healthy kids, they're healthy. Why take him to a doctor? That was one of the things I loved, by the way, about Jody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when Jody was talking about like, wait, the hospital wants take me to take. Him. I have a rule about taking my kids to the hospital. I'm not going to take them there. Why? Because they're probably getting sick. Right. Right. And I'm going. That's where we are as well. But the average person does not think like that. Right. Right. They've been told. They've been conditioned long before there was any kind of critical thinking that kind of went up inside of them. Like, but before there was that barrier, before yes. there was that shield that they established. Yeah. The the knowledge yep. of um. Or this programming, I should say, not yeah. knowledge. This programming slipped under the radar. Yeah. And so now that has become the norm. And so you look like the funny guy. Yeah. You look like the dope, right? That's the difference there, right there. Yeah, there's a, it's interesting. You And, and again, this is an over... But I would, make the, I would make the statement, and again, hard to talk in absolutes here to some of this stuff because there's yeah. caveats, right? But I'm not... You know I'm not defending this, well, right? Well, no, I'm but... I'm I, explaining I, it. And I understand where people are coming from with this. I would say if you... To some degree, if you knew what I knew, you'd do what I do. Okay, now again, that's an oversimplification, and, and that's not meant to sound, you know, as if I got it figured out. I just mean, you could, because you could use that, you could use that statement for both of us, Jeff. Yeah. Because knowing what you know is why you do what you do. Okay. Now, to your point, I may have more experience in natural alternative healthcare, right, than the average person. I, I should. I've been doing this a long time. You have more experience in you know areas of counseling or areas of um, even, and then you have a, just interest in financial things, right? Absolutely. So you have you know you dive into that, and and yeah. to your point, Jeff, you would your position. I don't want to throw you out there, but your position on some of the financial institutions in our country, right, yeah. would be probably very. Um, interesting to some people. Unorthodox. Right? Unorthodox. But you would feel very... That's you a would, very charitable way of addressing me, Ben. Thank you. I appreciate but that. But you would say, hey, I'm happy to have this conversation because I've thought long and hard Absolutely. about this. Yeah. And actually, you would not be able to justify your position very well because you're going to just throw out the classic CNN headline or Fox headline. I don't care about the industry. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, right? sure, sure. The mainstream media headline. Right. And you're going to go, well, I don't know what's up. Thank goodness it's up because my talk's up and now I'm happy. <laughs> right. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. And you're going, well, like, wake up. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so this yeah. is where, here's my assertion though. Yeah. Here's what I would say. Your health of you and your family deserves some time. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it does. But I don't care what color carpet you want to put in your house or what color paint you want to have or whatever, but your your education, we might have the conversation with education. Yeah. It's okay to think long and hard about where I'm putting my kid in that regard. So before you go take a drug by the industry that's had more fraud than anybody in any industry in any country for the last several decades, pause. Ben, look look at sort of an anthropological level or sociological level look at the last you know hundred years we had we had gerald posner on here a lot long right, ago right, right. who i thought did a magnificent job i hope we get him back yeah. um who by the way interesting you know jeff if you saw you know gerald is on he, you know then you know he's now getting picked up he's on all the big media outlets now right well, of course and, he was on design to heal man i, I mean <laughs> launched his career <laughs> like, uh, gerald if you're listening we apologize that was a joke he's not uh, trust yeah, me yeah, yeah. he's not the, uh, but no but 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 to your point you know he didn't talk about this on the show jeff i yeah. want to let our listeners know this you know, so here's a guy who's written, you know, 12, 13 books, maybe I think more than that. Uh, best time, you know, best selling author. Yet, um, they all of his normal people that would interview him, right, that he knows. Remember when he said this? He didn't say it on the show we talked about before. He wasn't opposed to sharing this. He just said, they, they don't want to touch this right now because right now pharma is being heralded as they're going to be the savior. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So nobody wants to talk about the bad news of pharma right now because right. they're going to make the vaccine that's going to save us all. Okay. Now I want to, I want to, well, let me, let me finish that point though. Cause sociologically, this is where I'm going with this. And this is just, uh, he only affirmed this when he was talking to us, Ben over the last, you know, what, what did we talk about? Give me a number, give me a year, like early 1900s is probably the the beginnings of pharma, maybe a little bit later than that. If you want to look at, if you, uh, here's what I would say. I mean, in its modern form is it's, you know, where it's not medicine, it's really propaganda. I mean, what, no, I would say we talked about this in the show. I would say, yeah, mid 40s 50s where they had had their quote antibiotic breakthrough okay. Okay. and that kind of tipped the scales on we can do no wrong okay so it became a runaway train mid you know mid 1900s mid, call it okay. 1950 yeah, and then that's 50s. when they started sackler came in and so yeah. so ben my um my grandparents um were the kings of couponing they were depression era children they grew you know world war ii veterans so on and so forth never threw i mean they were not hoarders but they didn't throw things right. away either save the right? wrapping paper they save the wrapping paper but also you know they saved the lamp if the lamp stopped yeah. working you don't get a new one you don't go to just ikea or whatever and get a brand I remember new my one. grandma having the last like literally she'd have a spoonful of corn left in the fridge right, right. Like, we're not throwing right. we don't, we don't throw, throw things away out. and they knew how to fix things they knew how to do things sure. they could work on engines just like they could work on appliances and they could work on you know various things right i mean ben we're in a society now where everything is farmed out you don't do things on your own you pay a guy right and so we don't know how things work we don't know how things do and 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 think about that but think about that mentality we farmed out our thinking we farmed out our thinking and look when it started that's not how the greatest generation thought right they didn't go to all these other different things they couldn't afford to for starters yeah it wasn't even an option but but troubleshooting and that sort of critical thinking and problem solving brain was just a part of who they were so so now we you know if if you're not if you're not going to even attempt to yes. learn how to change a tire or change your oil but you're going to pay a guy you're going to pay a guy $55 for an oil change when you can do it for 10 or something like that why on earth are you going to use your own brain and think about your health when I just need to go to a guy? Because that's what you do. You go to a guy. Use the old, I remember, right? Remember, And it's funny, and I want to talk about this for a second. Yeah. Remember, it was the, the old classic. For a long time, car guys had a bad reputation, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they're going to try to take you. You know, yeah. you go in to get your oil changed and they yeah. come and tell you you need you know, totally. brakes and this, right? Totally. And, and, and part of it was because, you know, if we felt ignorant, then how are we? To, who am I to say I don't need new brakes, <laughs> right? So they, they, if you were going to prey on that, you could take advantage of that, yep, right? Yep. Now I don't. You don't hear as much about that anymore. But what's interesting, Jeff? Ben, you know why? Yeah. Because the dealership is no longer greasy. 
The lobby is nice and bright. They mm, serve you free mm. food. You sit in the lobby and watch a movie while your car is getting worked on, and they are literally taking you to the cleaners. So is pharma not doing that? Well, this is what I was just going to say. So pharma, <laughs> right? you remember that study? Well, the study's in the book, and it's been referenced on a few other things. Matter of fact, uh, something we were going back and forth on the other day. Pharma is currently the least trusted industry in the world. They took the no- doesn't they surprise used, me, Jeff. They used to be one of the most trusted. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Now they've become the least trusted. But here's yeah. what happens to your point. And maybe we're just in this transition period where it went from most to least, and people are still tr- now they're trying to go. Well, now it's so complicated. How now? I have some hope here, but and I'll explain it. But so then, how do I start? Do I have to become a mechanic to be safe in the lobby of the place, <laughs> yeah. or? Do yeah. I need somebody to be an advocate for me to help me understand this, right? Because So I need to find, hey, who's a great, trustworthy car mechanic? I'll go yeah. to him, and I'm going to trust him, yeah. right? Who has the same philosophy? So yeah. when it comes to healthcare, the great one of the greatest things you can do for yourself is find a healthcare provider that is going to come at it from an angle of conservative, get to the cause, what lifestyle things that I can do, what natural approaches come from the perspective of my body's designed to heal. Yeah. Okay. Now let me let, let now what would be the alternative to that, right? Go to the person that says every symptom needs to be treated with a drug yep. that's yep. that's that's um uh, incentivized to treat yeah, and will make you live longer, but only when you have the steady diet of uh, you know, yeah. right, pills all so that. Yeah. I wanna throw yeah. this out. This is this as a concept. Jeff. So right now, as we sit here, the latest numbers on kind of COVID and, and, and death, you know, uh, fatality rate um, is somewhere around 0.25. Okay. So right around a bad flu season. Okay. Uh, comparatively, right. And we've had flu seasons that have been worse, but um, so it's somewhere in there. Now that's being generous because as these numbers keep getting sorted out, we find that there's been more lies and 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 some of those are inflated and you know what i mean right so um, yeah and, and admittedly it's very difficult to figure out what is you know to sift through that but i'll say for this anybody, right? for the last month and month and month and month and month what's happened to the death rate jeff uh, death rate has gone down the cases every seem time. to still be up but probably because of testing so right every time every day that goes by the death yeah. rate's gone lower 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 it isn't like oh now we're wrong actually it was twice as high as we yep. thought okay? yep. Yep. so it's going to probably just continue to the people are saying it's going to come in where somewhere between you know point one and point two or something like that right sure so here's my point and I want our listeners to think about this. So you have something that has a de- and a really good uh, kind of example next to this, Jeff, would be um, HPV, okay, cervical mm. cervical cancer, mm. okay. So mm. um, we've had shows on this before, yep. and and um, so the HPV vaccine um, is one of the um, most should never have been approved. Okay, I mean, approved. It never proved to prevent cancer. Okay, most high, 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 high percentage of women that have that human papillomavirus, right? It self heals. Okay, you get it. It's like an infection. It goes away. Okay, right. This is most of them. Right. High percentage of them. However, when you introduce the vaccine and I want I hope I can articulate this, then the vaccine gets the credit for what was already going to naturally happen. Mm. Make sense? Yep. Okay, so it's really important. It'd be like there's a, I maybe I've shared this before, Jeff. There was an old cartoon movie that we used to watch or not watch. It was like a it was like a Angry Birds movie or I don't Ice Age or something like this. Yeah, right? I don't yeah, remember what it was. Yeah. And every morning there was this little bird or something. He would put a helmet on, and they would shoot him out of a slingshot or something. Yep. And he would have to hit a bell or something. Yeah. And then like made that. the sun yeah. come up. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. But yeah. there was one day where I don't remember overslept or the, he missed. Right, he didn't hit the he didn't hit the gong or yep. something, right? Yep. And the sun came up anyway. 
and it rattled them <laughs> because they had believed that yeah. I had to do this for that to happen. Yeah. Credit yeah. was put where it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah. hang with me here. COVID has a death rate of 0.2. Let's just say I'm rounding here, right? 0.2, 0.25. So the minute that they decide to switch the narrative on mainstream media when the vaccine's introduced, now it won't be look who's dying. It will be look, right? Because you can focus on the 99.8. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. vaccine's going to get the credit. Yep. For curing us when 99.8% of people did fine, but they're going to say, oh, now we got the vaccine, we can all go out there. So it's really important because even like people that are wearing masks, they, they, it's, it's almost sold to us as if I didn't wear the mask, I would have got it. Mm. But that's mm. not the math. Yeah. Your chances mm. of getting coronavirus in casual contact around anything is slim to nothing. And that's right out of the CDC. Mm. So, but you, when you create this lie around it, yeah. so here's my point to the listener. If, if you're, here's my perspective. Your body's designed to heal, does a really damn good job of that. You've got trillions of cells in your body, beating your heart, breathing your lungs, seeing your eyes, hearing your ears. Most of the time does fantastic. And when I say most of the time, 99.9999999 while you sleep. Hey, Ben, if we got those kind of grades in school, I'd say we had done pretty well, man. It's literally like, Jeff, you get a 99% on your test and you're coming home and your mom and dad beating you for getting that, you know, spelling the one letter wrong. And then we, we turn healthcare into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's my point. You better be able to defend your position and it yeah. better be better than, because that's what they told me on the news. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I, I can't argue with that. And, Ben, I think. I think what the reason we keep hammering this and, and that you have to use that platform and do what you do is, uh, man, I mean, think about it. Who else is giving them permission? So I just, I want to kind of land the plane of the audience there and say, look, yeah. look, we, we get our guy fired up here for a reason. Okay. Because I, I genuinely believe at the end of the day, Ben, that you care about the people that you work with and that you're listening to well, yeah. and it's guys wake up, right? Wake just up. ask questions. Well, right. Jeff, you you and it's said okay it, to do that. Right? You said it best earlier, a few minutes ago, when you said, "When we hand handed off our ability, you didn't quite say, it, but you hand off our ability to think." Right? It was, "Hey, we go to we don't have to farm anymore. We go to the supermarket to do that. I sure. don't even have to know how to have a garden. Sure. Right? Sure. Hey, fix my car. I don't have to know about cars." And we kind of it maybe subconsciously just handed off all critical thinking. Yeah. And now we're seeing the dark side of that. Okay, we aren't, we aren't, we're, and so I don't want to, I didn't want to interrupt you there, but I, I just think that you said that very well, and we yeah. have to be critical of this. Yeah. Jeff, it's like, I'm going to use this as, because I know you do fair, ma ma marriage and family stuff, right? Yeah. So it would be like if, if, if I came into you and said, well, no, I've just handed off my marriage and family um, to, and this is a terrible example, I don't know, and I, I don't want to get thrown under the bus here, but you know, it'd be like saying, um, hey, I just have this nanny raise my kid. You know, I think you'd say that's probably not a, you, you know, if I mean, I came I'm pretty in, sure that's the concept of the TV show wife swap. I'm just, okay. <laughs> if I came in and I said to you, um, I'm having a really hard time connecting with my child. Yeah. And then you said, okay, well tell me more about it. And yeah. you said, well, I don't ever see them. I don't spend any time with them. I don't talk to them. Somebody yeah. else raises them. Yeah. You'd probably say back to me, well, Ben, that's, uh, I think we found the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if I said my marriage is struggling, you said, well, tell me about what is your, what does it look like? Well, we don't spend time together. We never go on dates. We're not yeah. intimate with each other. Um, yeah. We're on the wrong, we're on this different page. We, she has her friends. I have my friends. We do our own thing. We never vacation together. You look at me and you'd say, I think we found the problem, Ben. You can't abdicate your marriage to somebody else, right? Yep. So with yep. healthcare, you can't. 
your healthcare is your healthcare. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Marriages aren't self-healing. They can heal, mm. but they're not self-healing. Correct. Okay. Your body is very unique in this. Yep. It's self-healing. Thank God. Okay, because we mess it up. It'd be cool if our marriages were self healing. Right? You can really, but, but do Ben, to a degree, like anything that's you know they are they are designed for relationship and designed for connection. And if you if you foster that and nurture that, really good chance it's going to be good. There's not a whole lot of reason to be in talking to somebody like me. It's it's right? so fitting, Jeff. Right? But if you're but if you've been told what healthy marriage looks like by yeah. Oprah, and uh, I'm, I'm teasing because I remember this episode <laughs> she did one time where yeah. um, she said we're having so many problems because people have been told that um, that their marriage is this white horse, you know, knight on a white horse, sure, right? Sure. So the guy comes in and he doesn't live up to the expectation they've had in their mind. Yeah. And so they think then this must not be it and I don't want to be married anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's been so much that's been built around in whether it's relationships and and we've gotten so lost, we haven't even asked ourselves, well, what do, why do I, listen, if you want, I'm using the mask. I would ask you, why do you think a mask, right? Have you done any sort of research on that? Yep. Okay, right? And by the way, who gave you that research that you did that on? And it better be different. It better not be the news, okay, yep. or something like that. Yep. You'd be scared to find out, just like Gerald, you know, last week on our, our, on our, you know, our um, episode on pharma. If you knew the fraud and the depth of the fraud in pharma, you would, you would out of spite not participate in it, okay? <laughs> sure. If you knew yep. how bad you're being played by media, by, you know, right, all those things. Yeah. You would buy out of spite, not even, I don't love that word, but just out of, you'd be like baloney. Yep. Right? When you, so I, I, I want you to, Jeff, I do want you to land that, what you're saying here. I, I'm going to land it right here. I'm going to bring credibility to it. You know, it's it's one thing, Ben, if then you jump in right and, and say, and buy my book or take my <laughs> thing or something like that. And people are going to go, oh, okay, I see the motivation <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally. Okay, you're taking time out of your day. What what do you get out of this other than doing the right thing? And I'm going to say answer nothing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, if anything, well, here's the. I mean, great that, and news. that's enough. Yeah. But you know, most of healthcare, you know, you well, you just said it to yourself. You know, yeah. Most people should never need you. Um, yeah. Right. In, yeah. in marriage, culture. like yeah. we don't rub our hands together and go, "Hey, this is so awesome." You know, this is interesting, Jeff. There, was, remember when um when Uber first came out or was coming out? Yeah. In Atlanta. There was, I'm trying to remember these numbers top of my head. Um, DWIs went down like 30%. Mm. Okay, right out, you know, right? People mm. were just making better choices. Yeah. Hey, cool, I can get yeah. a ride. It's yeah. all good. So interesting. After that happened, they were getting a lot of pushback, and they, didn't, and they weren't wanting Uber to be able to continue there. Guess where the pushback was coming from? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say the automakers. Lawyers. <laughs> oh, lawyers, really? The lawyers that defend uh, DWIs. Oh, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. They, yeah, they like happy. those 10 grand fees that they charge on retainer to, to get you out of that, so don't they, they right? So they were literally fighting to yeah. stop it. They really want, literally wanted more DWIs, yeah. Yeah. more DUIs. Yeah. So when we sit here in healthcare, yeah. you and I are the same. And people say this to me sometimes. They say, even like patients, they say, you know, you're like trying to like get me out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you know what I mean? It's like, you're I, teaching ben, me how I to be well. I tell couples all the time. I said, I don't want you to depend on me. I, that's why I use the word coaching anyway. I, like, I, I want to coach you, get you on the right trajectory, just like you're going to do with your patients. 
and then show you that you got this on your own. You don't need to be dependent on somebody like me, right? And I think you would say the same thing. Nine, absolutely. I don't. You, you know, you're, you're going to feed yourself today. You're going to decide if you're going to move your body. You're going to thought think about the plot, the, the the thoughts that you have in your head. I want you to think critically. And yes, it's the only reason my office exists, chiropractically speaking, is you can't adjust yourself, and we live in gravity. And I don't like getting rained on when I adjust. So I like to, you know, it's nice to have an air conditioned environment for you to come in and lay on the table. And we can sure. give you an adjustment. Sure. Okay, right. Yeah. And and also there's a part of it that is just an encouraging community absolutely where people can come in you know and, and be hey these are my tribe absolutely. Okay? absolutely so so if you're listening and i know we were you know it was an intense show to some degree stop apologizing um, man yeah right? well because we, we're going to do it again next week right? yeah, that's true <laughs> i i just mean you know if you made this far you're you're on you're <laughs> true, on but true but challenge yourself ask yourself why do i believe this and go deeper than just that first layer yeah, or two yeah right yeah um and and don't fall trap to letting someone else think for you, yeah. but also have a premise, a foundation of your your stance, right? If you believe the body's designed to heal, then that's going to get, you know, if I believe marriages are designed to be successful, then I'm going to, but if I'm a divorce attorney, maybe, I mean, you know, not to throw divorce attorneys under, but like, well, that sounds like you're a real jerk. Let's get you signed up and we'll get best you can. And we'll get well, this thing. Ben, they care. are, they are to you that it's it, for you. It's pharma for me. It's divorce attorneys. All right. I, my, so wife, like, my, my, my wife, my wife, my daughter, <laughs> my, my daughter, my sister is a divorce attorney. Okay. Right. And, uh, and this is totally, and she'll laugh when she hears this, but sure. um, when the whole coronavirus thing started happening, right. I don't know if you've seen that. Jeff, oh, right? gosh, divorces yeah, are up, right. They are, yeah. And my sister and, and she's, <laughs> she's not a bad human, right. She yeah. just goes, well, Corona has been really good for my business. I bet it has. Right. I bet it has. And, 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 you know, it's not her fault. She didn't make, yeah. you know, make it happen. It's yeah. just what happens. And so you do. So, but my point is if, if you're gonna, if the, all you're going to hear is one side of the message, yeah. right? Hey, are you struggling in your marriage? You should get divorced. Yep. Well, that's different than if you're struggling in your marriage, let us help you restore that. Yeah. Are yeah. you struggling with your health? Let's help get to the cause of the problem, yep. right? Are you living in fear? Are you afraid of the air that you breathe? Yep. Hey, let's learn more about that. Not just, you know, but if the answer is, hey, take this mask, then you're going to likely get sucked down that, that trail. And then we wake up someday yeah. in a place we never intended to be. Yeah. Right. Ben. A place where we're tracking each other. Yeah. We're having people show up at our house. Right. I, yeah. I, I was going to say, welcome to that place. We're there. I accidentally just, I've been avoiding updating my phone yeah. because they have that COVID tracking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, it comes up like 10 times a day to like oh, really? update. And I, I accidentally, this is so funny. I accidentally hit yes today. Oh. And then it was like something took over my phone. I couldn't stop it. I'm trying to shut it off. I was going to try to take the battery out. <laughs> I couldn't stop it. Right. And so it came on. And then sure enough, there, I, I went to the area where there it was. Now the COVID tracking was installed yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then by, and so you just go, so you've got to be, listen, I know it kind of stinks, but you have to be extra diligent right now. Yeah. You have to be extra diligent yep. with yep. your health, with laws that are changing, yep. with mandates that are happening, with requirements that are happening. And, and Jeff, I don't know if I shared this, but there was a little boy, I heard this story. Um, and, 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 and this is where we'll, we'll, where we'll end. Go for it. Um, this little boy was walking out of Costco or something. And, um, and he, you know, he was like four years old or something and a, and a mask fell off of his face. He was married to a mask apparently. And the mask fell off his face and he starts freaking out. Now you do trauma work, you know? And, and so this is Jeff, there's a real big part of this that's coming down the pipe. And, um, it fell off his face and the boy is freaking out and, 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 and the dad's trying to calm him down. He said, Hey, it's going to be okay. It's okay. It's okay. And he goes, dad, I'm going to die. Hmm. 
So, Jeff, but think about the narrative that's going on right now. If you don't wear your mask, you're going to kill somebody. You're going to get killed. You're going to get corona and die. Yeah. yeah. You don't think that's a real trauma right now? No, I think that's a real trauma. I'll tell you what. That's a big reason I didn't let my daughter go to that class. I do. I'm not going to yeah. make her wear a freaking mask. I'm not going to make my healthy 13-year-old daughter yeah. wear a freaking mask to sit in a photography class because if she doesn't, she's a threat to the world. Mm. Bullshit. Mm. You can edit that out. <laughs> I'm not playing that for a second. Yeah. And you don't have to either. And it doesn't make you a bad human being. If that line is the line that's the same size as the other line, you have every right to say that's the line. And you don't have to apologize for it. And you don't have to go along with the status quo because everybody else did. Mm. But in, in, if you're not willing to do that, then know where that takes you. Yeah. You're on the wide path. Yeah. The path that the Bible says leads to death and destruction. Mm. The path that everybody else is taking. It says narrow is the gate. Okay, so if you you need to now more than ever figure out why you stand where you stand and plant yourself there and defend it, not to be obstinate, not to be stubborn, not to be a jerk, because that line's the same line as that one. It's reality. Okay, so if you're listening to this and, and that's you, I just, like I think you said, this is just to encourage you. Absolutely. To embolden you Absolutely. to say, hey, you're not wrong yeah. for seeing things that way. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the show. <laughs> All right, man. Well, if you're out there listening, catch us on social media. You can catch Dr. Ben at AchieveWellness.clinic or on Facebook at Achieve Wellness. Guys, we drop episodes every Monday. We always appreciate your support. Somebody that you, uh, you know in your tribe right now needs to hear what we talked about today. And we'd always appreciate you sharing that episode. And we will catch you next week on Design to Heal. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.